Welcome back uh, to The Right Hook with George Hook. It's time to kickstart the business. The brainchild, of course, of uh, Ger Tannum of Island Bridge Brand Development, who every week uh, pulls together people uh, and entrepreneurs who set up businesses and we try and give them a kickstart. Now, sometimes I talk a great deal. Today I'm not going to talk at all because when I hear that our guest, uh, Gemma Redmond of Robotics, is going to put a hybrid bioprinter jar into universities and hospitals, I've no idea what anybody's talking about, so I hope you do. <laughs> well, first of all, George, I don't believe for a minute that uh, you won't be talking a lot, but um, we'll see. Um, well, I think in many respects, it's uh, it's a, a reasonably straightforward business in some respects. Um, sure. In some ways, I think it is because uh, Gemma, as a student of, of um, nanobioscience, which sounds very complicated, but essentially um, became very curious about um, the ability of the, the body, first of all, to regenerate certain parts. So the liver can regenerate itself and can't regenerate other parts. Um, and there's a, so there's a gap um, in, in, in science and, and, uh, and in, in medicine in being able to generate um, body tissue, for example. So uh, Gemma, with that curiosity, has gone about to create a machine which does that, amongst other things. Um, so Generates tissue? Exactly, yeah, human tissue. I can't talk to this woman. <laughs> and luckily for me, she's in the studio. Gemma Redmond, welcome to the programme. Explain this, please. Assume everybody has my level of knowledge, which is nothing. Okay, um, well, we all know about 3D printing. It's changed the way we do a lot of things. Um, so instead of just doing printing of plastics, we print with, say, stem cells or biomaterials. And with those materials, we can essentially create um, structures that we can implant into the body, which could be skin, bone, even full organs. This is still a little bit um, early days, but we can. This what we're looking to do is to create full organs in the future. Okay. Now, I understand, I don't understand, but I, I, I can understand how the science work, as works as explained by you. But you've got a business now, which you call Oro... Orobotics. Orobotics. Yeah. So what's the business? Well, we're working with various universities and with various um, pharmaceutical companies as well to uh, build different types of tissue models. Um, tissue models also and the actual tissue for implantation. So the tissue models they would use would be to simulate parts of your body outside your body. So they can try out, say, simulate cancer, or they can simulate, try out a, a drug to see how it would perform on human tissue outside the body. And that will give a much better understanding of diseases and um, means they don't need to use animal testing so much. All right. Now, this is great, Joe, yes. right? In theory. But but we're talking business here. Yeah. Uh, have you looked at Gemma's sort of business plan? Is she going to make money out of this? Yeah, well, I suppose the, 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 the kind of key product that's um, available for sale, as far as I can see, is the actual bioprinter. Right. And it's Gemma's aim to have uh, one of her bioprinters in every hospital and every university in the world. So the, the market is enormous, uh, potentially. So the, there's, there, there's a, clearly a great uh, market opportunity. Uh, and it's also likely to be a very lucrative market. But of course, it's also a, typically a high entry market in, yeah. in, in, in many respects. So I think the key is, is that Gemma is looking to partner with various um, organizations, including the likes of pharmaceuticals, um, to, t to help her to take her idea to a level where she's able to uh, make, okay. uh, hopefully, a great deal of money. Now, orobiotics, Gemma. It's your idea. You Did you develop this printer or any sort of 
printer will do it. What you've developed is the methodology by how you use the printer, is it? It's the combination of things. Um, at the moment, there's many different people doing bioprinting and many different types of printer out there. What we've done is done one of the first that can do it 10 materials. And now we've actually figured out to do it at any number, but we've kept it at 10 for simplicity at the moment. You keep talking about us and we. Who are us and we? Um, there's, a, we've a, there's a small team of us um, based down in Cork and also in England as well and over in the US too. Um, this regeneration that Jared talks about, that certain parts of, of the body can regenerate, just studies I'm doing at the moment, like on brain trauma, for instance, the brain is one of the things that doesn't regenerate, mm -hmm. for instance. But I was just reading last week where they sew somebody's finger back on that, that in, in, has, has a, effectively been cut off in an industrial accident. So this is where, I, I mean... I don't want to simplify it too much, but, I mean, are you going to print a new finger and that then eventually is, is that too far distant? No, I think that's actually very doable. Um, I think the way to do it, though, is build pieces rather than building a full limb. So my own thesis was on um, basically printing fingers. What I was doing was printing fingers. Um, so I was printing little bits of, like, benacarpals and distal phalanges, which is just finger bones, pieces of your finger. And I was trying to grow bone on it to explore how this could be done. And you can definitely do it. So you could grow back pieces of a finger. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's extraordinary. Like the only printer I still have, like, is the old Hewlett Packard, yes. which prints my Microsoft Word. I never thought of it printing a finger because, of course, it's not that kind of printer. Sure. But it's an extraordinary development from something that just printed my A4 page. Exactly, but I suppose, I mean, it has its antecedents in the prosthetic limbs, which were or, yeah. which were plastic um, and which ultimately were able to be grafted on in various ways to become extensions of the body, natu almost natural extensions. So, uh, you know, this is a, a step further. I often feel that kind of the, the 3D printer is an unfortunate um, way of describing the process um, because I think it it suggests um, something more two-dimensional and, and with, yes. with, with, with none of the, I suppose, the, the subtlety of, for example, the, the, the 10 materials that yeah. uh, Gemma talks of. Because it's now, I mean, the word printer, in fact, is a bad word for it in a way almost because, it's a robot. It, because it conjures up totally the wrong vision in my head. Okay. You know, me, the... True citizen, you know. I mean, it's a much more complicated piece of equipment here. But one of the points Jer made, because one of the things we try and do in Kickstart Your Business is make you a millionaire if we can. You're swimming in very uh, competitive waters here, but also competitive waters where the competitors have a lot of money. Indeed. Isn't that so? That's right. Um, a lot of companies, there's a lot of companies out there like Organovo, for example, they've been around a long time and they're the pioneers of this area and they've raised um, hundreds of millions of, of dollars. Um, so they're just, they're just focused on one thing, which is just liver at the moment. Um, You're focusing on the liver? Well, they are. Oh, but they are, sorry. We're being, we start from just producing the hardware, um, but we are looking to get into producing the liver this year. When you say at the moment producing the hardware, you've you've basically got some form of technical people producing hardware that can ultimately produce mm -hmm. uh, a stem cell or whatever. Well, it's the machine is, is is basically a robot, a type of robot combination of a robot and a printer. So it kind of mimics the way I've built it. Is it kind of mimics how my hand would operate or how a scientist would operate in a lab. So as a, I come over here to pick up this glass, for example. 
machine does exactly the same thing. It comes over and it picks up a syringe and it feels where the tool is, but it can pick up any tool and then it just goes off and does the little process you need to do. So it'll actually print out the um, whatever structure you want. So it mimics kind of what a human would do. In terms of this, you mentioned London, America and Ireland. This was originally your idea or? Well, I mean, everybody bases their ideas and everybody else's ideas, I guess. Um, I was inspired by Organova many years ago and I built my own machines over a series of years um, here in Dublin. Just down the road, actually, I started my kitchen table. Building uh, a robot? <laughs> well, printers. We started building printers. Okay, yeah, right, yeah. okay. So but I got, eventually robots. Yeah, but eventually, well, printers sort of could be construed as a robot. Um, but we just went on from there and we eventually went all the way to China, um, producing a number of machines in China. And we came back here and we built our current version here in, in, in back in Cork, actually. But are you making money now, if that's not a rude question? Or um, is this still at the stage of development? It's pretty much the stage of development. We're actually just we're setting up partnerships with various universities in London, particularly, and we're in talks with a number of pharmaceutical companies. So we're, we're relying on funding initially, um, but we have a number of people waiting on our equipment. Hopes for this business, Joe? Well, I think just picking up on the question you asked a moment ago is that depending on the business model, it isn't always essential that a business is making money from the beginning. But clearly, it's it's very important that the funding of the kind of research and development, because this is a pioneering business. And, um, you know, just as... But Steve, this eats up money. Absolutely. But I mean, just as Steve Jobs, for example, was initially a pioneer, there was a, a period when Apple in the making wasn't making money. But what mm -hmm. Steve Jobs had to be able to do was to uh, persuade others to fund, first of all, and secondly, to show that there was a business model in the mix. In other words, that soon or at sometimes um, shortly in the, in the future, this will make money. And I think that's critical in, in the sense that it seems to me that at the moment, the key... Um, um, principle for, for Gemma is to establish the credibility with those uh, various bodies that will um, fund that she is capable of ultimately creating a business that will make money. Now, Aurobiotics is a website where we can yes. look it all up. Uh, exactly. And exactly. will that sell some professor of neuroscience at Palo Alto? Um, I can't whatever. judge so much on the science bit. I think the science bit seems to me to be well presented. But again, I think there's often that underestimation of the importance of the, the human story, of the, the personal side of this. Otherwise, it, in a sense, it can have uh, overtones of Frankenstein and, and if yeah. you like, science gone mad. So I think it's really important for uh, Gemma to keep it rooted uh, first of all in her own experience and in her own um, kind of development of this business and I think critically as well what it can mean for the world and for example she's highlighted that this could see an end to animal testing uh, and that's a, a very very kind of a, a, a potent emotive issue yeah, and, I, and, I, and I think it's about gathering those um, around her story as much as possible Orobiotics.com Gemma? It's orobotics robotics you see right. Yeah but I, for, yeah. for the listeners it's uh, O-U or O hyphen botics, B-O-T-I-C-S dot com. Oh, you see, I don't get these clever things <laughs> in web pages. This is really that's, good. When that's why you bring me along, George. Yes, <laughs> and why I don't do crossword puzzles. I never get these things at all. Every good wish. This is... Uh, this is easily the most advanced thing we've sort of <laughs> attempted to kickstart. You've also done a wonderful job of keeping me quiet as I am at a complete loss to understand it all. But luckily, Jerry's here. Uh, Gemma, every good wish, and thank, thank you for you. joining us here.